network on demand we've enjoyed being able to provide these programs on more platforms and appreciate you taking the time to listen this report is brought to you by montana fish wildlife and parks who would like to remind hunters that respecting private landowners and the access they provide is more important than ever positive relationships between hunters and landowners impacts all recreationists it's up to us respect access protect the hunt now time for the report Good morning, everyone. Andy Schwab here from the Northern Ag Network with today's Morning Marker Report. It's certainly an exciting time for our flagship station, KGHL and Billings. That's because the Montana Agritrade Exposition, or Mate Show, kicks off today at the Metra. And let me tell you, when I was there helping set up yesterday, it seemed like there were additional aisles set up this year to accommodate some extra vendors. The show, as you may know, has been going on for nearly 50 years and is Montana's largest farm and ranch trade show we'll be there for the next two three days so if you're in the area be sure to stop by and say hi also today is the last chance to help out msu college of ag students and other bobcat programs through the annual giving day campaign it kicked off at noon yesterday and we'll wrap up at about 5 p.m tonight now i'm not trying to throw too much shade here but my wyoming groups must point out that uw's giving day collected nearly 1.8 million dollars this past fall for their college of agriculture alone. Of course, Cowboy State certainly only has one major college to cheer on versus Montana's two. However, as of last night, their crowdfunding effort certainly had drawn nowhere near those dollars and does still offer a great opportunity and chance to help out MSU students and their organizations. And consumer prices for wheat-based products were up substantially in 2022 compared to 2021, as indicated by the Consumer Price Index. USDA's Economic Research Service reports that the prices of various wheat products were up more than 10% from the previous year, and the increase actually outpaced the inflation rate in the broader all-food category. Unfortunately, though, that was not the same story at the farm level. However, commodity prices were higher over the past two years. Let's take a break and come back with more news right after this. Farmers and ranchers work hard, no matter the season. So BNSF never stops working for Montana's farmers and ranchers. Each winter, we face high winds and drifting snow. BNSF takes extra precaution to ensure freight is delivered safely to destination. We prepare for every storm with equipment positioning, people, and resource coverage. A heartfelt thank you to our crews who work tirelessly and relentlessly to move Montana's high-quality products no matter the season. This is BNSF. The DK Red Angus Annual Top Coming to Town Production Sale, March 4th, Sitting Bowl Auction in Williston. 70 purebred red and black Angus bulls, 40 fancy purebred open heifers, several red composite bulls, and a variety of commercial female sale. Easy keeping, easy flashing type cattle that hold their own on your range. First 600 miles, free delivery. DK Red Angus Production Sale, March 4th, Sitting Bowl Auction in Williston. Catalog and videos at dvauction.com. Well, if you caught Coulter's noon marker report yesterday, you probably heard 20% of NCBA's Trailblazers program hail from the Treasure State. Yup, Montana's very own Colt Coffee and Rocky Forsyth were selected as two of only 10 participants in this year's Beef Spokesperson Training. Now, that wasn't the only nationally recognized Montana men in the National Leadership Program. Two graduate students from MSU's College of Agriculture were recently selected to a USDA Leadership Program, Caleb Hale and Trevor 
Pallone, where two of only nine graduate students nationwide to earn admittance to the USDA's future leaders in the agriculture cohort for 2023. Both are doctoral students studying different aspects of grain genetics and will fly to D.C. next week to be part of the USDA's Ag Outlook Forum, along with other meetings with ag leaders and other learning opportunities. Well, President Biden on Wednesday announced his intent to nominate Sochelle Torres-Small to serve as the Deputy Secretary of Agriculture at the USDA. If nominated, Torres-Small would be Biden's second number two person in the Department of Agriculture as current Deputy Secretary Jewel Brona announced she is stepping down later this month. As you can imagine, though, the nomination period could take a while to complete, so the Biden administration also says current APHIS administration Kevin Shea will fill in as the acting deputy secretary once Bronau's service is complete. Also from the USDA yesterday, they say farmers and ranchers still have time to respond to the 2022 Census of Agriculture. They say although the deadline for submitting the Ag Census just passed, NAS will continue to accept completed census questionnaires through the spring to ensure that all farmers and ranchers take advantage of the opportunity to be represented in the widely used data. Spend a few days in Billingstown, come to the Mate Show, look around, Montana Agri-Trade Exposition. It's the Mate Show, February 16th through the 18th at Metro Park, with over 600 booths with the latest ag innovations. Attend presentations, see the bullpen, and get answers to your farm and ranch questions. Plus, enter to win prizes from CMB Operations and Slumberland. For free tickets, visit any Stockman Bank location or themateshow.com. Montana Agri-Trade Exposition. A slight reprieve in high feed costs Wednesday may have sparked a little bit of algorithmic trade for the feed cattle, while live cattle futures remained within a dollar of Monday's new contract highs. In the cash cattle market, feedlots are certainly holding their cards close to their chest with no asking prices developed yet. However, today certainly may be the day that we see those packers come to the table as they could be looking to add to last week's 108,000 head purchase with the $5 box beef increases seen this week. Now, some analysts assume that we'll see just steady prices on the cash cattle market this week. However, I'm certainly hopeful that the feedlots are going to be willing to play the weight in games. Checking out where some of those futures finished yesterday, we saw the March feeders adding 67 cents at 187.32. April feeders up a quarter at 191.15. For the live cattle futures, though, the April contract giving away 7 cents at 164.60. June live cattle futures also just south of steady by giving away two pennies at 160.20. Turning to our local auctions, we saw Mile City Livestock this week having a small test with those coal cows coming in 82 to 87.50 on the average dressing, while lean coal cows also coming in. 79 to 87 cents. For the sheep side of the sales, of course, pays on Monday had over 4,500 head through the ring. Steadier prices found on the heavier lambs, while lighter lambs, 70 to 90 pounders, coming in 15 to 20 cents stronger on the pound, 162 to 172, while a decent test of bread ewes were found with the per head price for the two to four year old coming in 200 to 250, and a good demand for those younger bread ewes, one to two years old, 260 to 285. All three weed markets faded hard on Wednesday, pressured by the sharp rise in the U.S. dollar index and the recent fall in the Russian ruble. Adding to that bearish news is India's contention that they're still expecting a record large Indian wheat crop over 112 million metric tons. Checking out what that did to the futures yesterday, the Kansas City winter wheat in March giving away 11.5 right under 8.95, May giving away 12 and a quarter to 8.83. For the Minneapolis spring wheat, they didn't see the double-digit drops luckily. However, the 
March, still giving away seven and a quarter, just under nine twenty-five. May spring wheat down six and a half on the board at six seventeen. Running over lucky row crops, we did see the corn contracts in the March giving away six cents on the closing bell at six seventy-six and a quarter. May corn also notching nickel losses at six seventy-four. With your morning market report from the Northern Ag Network, I'm Mandy Schwab.